0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Brother's Podcast. I'm Shannon. I'm Tommy. And today,
1: we're here with one of our favorite people, Brian Miller. Not a brother, technically, by the no, way. No, no. In I any mean, sense of the word. We've, uh, <laughs> I have a brother, so I am a brother.
2: Oh, I didn't know you had a
1: brother. I do, yeah. I my brother, that. Andy. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you guys have a podcast? We do not. You should get one. He's, we, well, he's far away. Podcasts get all... He the- runs an old folks home. So I guess, he, you know, we could do it in the afternoons. So they wouldn't know. He's in a... He's in a uh, a much more exciting field than you <laughs> yeah well he used to be like a dr- an anti-drug counselor and he'd worked with like super at-risk kids who were, like always running away and stuff yeah. Yeah. so i think he's pretty excited to work with people who can't flee yeah <laughs> I think, honestly they do, they're not gonna
2: get far yeah they like, yeah. like
1: they're supposed to take all the drugs honestly yeah. if they were heroin addicts who would even care who would notice they would yeah, nap more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That place it.
2: would be quiet and serene yeah no yeah. he
1: used yeah so i think he i think he kind of likes that pace
2: well and that's uh that's it's nice to have uh, different aspects. I mean, not that it's it's bad that we both do this, but it's uh, it's one of those things where you probably have a lot of shit to catch up on when when you see him because he lives far away. Yeah. Speaking of catching up, a- this
1: is the last. This is the first podcast since when? Speaking of catching up, uh, we
0: actually did we did a like, kind of a teaser episode uh, last week, but this uh, is the this was actually the officially. First one back in okay. five years. Yeah.
1: Did you explain your absence in the teaser? We did. That's what we talked about. A little about. bit, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, a little
0: I mean, bit. Talked about my prison stint and then uh, yeah. went into Tommy's sabbatical for comedy.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and, and our 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 business that we run now, we uh, we run a nail salon. Yep. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it, uh, we, we do, uh, yeah, we did We did talk about it a little bit, but it's nice to uh, kind of Get everybody's take on. I think we're going to have a lot of these episodes that have everybody's take on um, taking breaks from comedy. Yeah, because I was going to ask both is. of you yeah.
1: guys why why the why the departure, why the return? Um, in so much as you were, you were never really got. I still saw you guys like. I just yeah, saw you guys like f- increasingly infrequently, and then now it's ramped up in frequency. Yeah, yeah that's kind yeah, of how I yeah. would describe
0: it. it. You know, for me, it, it was uh, I just I didn't I didn't enjoy being on stage anymore, and it wasn't because mm. I, of part of it was because I hadn't written much. And I was doing a lot of the same shit over and over again. Yeah. And I really started hating myself for it. Uh, and then It's I also, hard to
1: do that same stuff over and yeah, over. It is so hard. I got to write some new stuff because there's like, I have like half my act is fun to do and the other half feels like a real chore. Yeah. yeah. And you're
0: just
2: like saying the words, but you're not thinking about what you're saying. And that's the worst. When you catch yourself, you're like, fuck, I got to yeah. try to get in the moment yeah. here. You're like,
0: it, it, you just mail it in. I mean, yeah. And you, you, you go into autopilot and then, some. I mean, there'd be times I'm like, did I do that joke? Am I doing this joke now? Yeah. That's a weird feeling. If you're like disconnected from the crowd. Totally. Totally. That's why I do
1: more crowd work because it forces me to connect. Yeah. And then at least it like. Because I I I realize I have to do other stuff. When I do my other act, I really have to add write new jokes because I've been doing more corporates. Yeah. And like that don't change too much. (laughs) (laughs) If I write 10 new corporate minutes a year, that's fine. And that's just for money. And that's fine. And I don't I'm thrilled to have every one of them that I get. Yeah. But those are inherently going to be. The, oh. the boring the whatever not yeah. the boring but the stuff I've done a billion times if you're
2: listening to this and you've booked a corporate comedian know that he does not want to be there and he is just happy to take that
1: check and leave. yeah it and right. like I always try yeah. really I always wanted the show to be great because they're paying a decent amount and yeah you know, yeah but like the, I I don't get to do the jokes I really want to do uh-huh. so then I was like man to, to sort of steer away from that burnout I was like my club shows need to be like way more fun
2: yeah and it's a, it, it's just a different version of yourself that you I mean you're not um, so it's like a job it's, interview
1: it's really just like like, it's almost like the coral reef of my act. You know, coral reef is just a bunch of skeletons that oh. stack up on top of each other until yeah, yeah. they form, like, structures. Mm-hmm. It's just like every clean joke I ever wrote sinks to the bottom of my act, and it stays, and that's yeah. the corporate act. Yeah. Because it's not – there's some fine jokes, and at one point I was thrilled to tell those jokes. Right. Yeah, of course. But it was eight years ago. I'm just – but I don't have – that's how I get my hour clean is just like yeah. my seven minutes of clean material each you just year. You just don't throw away. Think yeah. about those jokes when you first wrote them how excited you were to, to do those jokes. Oh, and yeah. then think about what I'm doing now. Especially yeah. because some of the ones were the ones you were most excited about, which is why you did them so much, which yeah. is why you're so sick of that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I did my old closer the other night at, um, I was at a really great Yoder gig in lacrosse. I, mean, it's a really, I heard that's a good, good, it's good really gig It's really yeah. good like You drive up and you're like This hotel looks kind of Abandoned-ish you I, don't know? I don't believe it Kind of a resort You know it just yeah. Kind of like Courtney's used to When Courtney's yeah. was good And you'd be like This place? And then the show would be great Yeah They were so into it They were the, a really nice MC Everything about the gig was great and uh, I had so much fun that I did like I did like an hour fifteen, and at some point I was just like I, I was like I you guys I know the show's been running really long like we can wrap this up, and the bartender's like we got nothing else to do, and everybody clapped, and I was like whatever, so yeah. I just started doing old stuff, and I did yeah. my old closer, which I remember being so sick of, mm-hmm. and it was awesome, yeah, it was a treat, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what we were on the way to do. Uh, where the hell were we? Where we going? Oh, you came out and did a guest spot when I was at uh, uh, Bob's Comedy Bunker, yeah, and. He brought up a bit that I forgot about. Their motto, not even like, Hitler would kill himself here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 a little bunker humor. Yeah. So we were on the way to go do that, and uh, and it actually was perfect that Shannon came with because they didn't book an opener. So Shannon just ended up being, instead of doing a five-minute guest spot, was just like, oh, you want to do
0: 25? That well, was either going to be him or one of the cooks. Yeah. So. <laughs> Probably would have been better for the cook. <laughs> So uh like french fry humor diversify there. the show a little Flies. bit yeah when you're next to a trailer
2: park, the, the nice thing about that room is that if you get 20 in there, mm-hmm. it feels good. Yeah, sure. It feels good. It's like, uh, it means
1: there's a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Every, everyone to the bunker. Yeah. It, it's not like
2: other places where it's like, oh, if we could just get some of these people upstairs to come downstairs, there it's like, God, I hope these people upstairs don't, don't come yeah, downstairs. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It feels, so, the feels the street it. before. Yeah. Professional trailer park uh, drinkers that are like, don't come down here. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, it's literally surrounded by a trailer park on the other side. I, I do it probably, I do, Pretty frequently. I, I actually enjoy the uh, the amount of uh, just kind of weird people that stumble in every time. Yeah. That's a Welch's, while. right? Yeah. First gig I ever did. Really? Oh, at really? First place? gig
1: I ever did in Minneapolis. was... Uh, yep. Yeah. I opened for P-Bow brought me to MC for Andy Ritchie. Oh, okay. Oh, really? First wow. Gig wow. Ever. And it was wow. down there, and my in laws came, and four other people came. That room
0: has the, a lot of potential to be a really good room because it's got really low ceilings mm-hmm. and it's carpeted mm-hmm. and there's no echo. It's, it's just, good space. Yeah, it's just It a, reminds me a lot of uh, of corner bar. It does yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: or danger fields. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's like uh, oh sure like, sure. Like, yeah. I mean, the people are fine, whatever. But like mm-hmm. the the room itself, it's the location is tricky. Yeah. Like it's never going to be like a banger location, but man, yeah. that space, like, yeah. perfect little eighty mm-hmm. seat, low ceiling. The they got their bar down there. That actually yeah. reminds me of Acme.
0: Mm-hmm. With the uh, with the stone pillars. Oh, the pillars yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The well. Now that we've alienated
2: a bunch of people, that uh, hopefully, uh, if they're listening to this from other parts, like I've they're just Googling what is Dangerfield's now? Yeah, like the one in New York, yeah, no. exactly. No, not, not that one, the <laughs> one in
1: <is>, um, Lakeville, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it was Dangerfield's that has nothing to do with comedy, no, yeah, I, like it's I, just a restaurant called mm-hmm. Dangerfield's that yeah. then happened to have comedy. I know,
0: yeah, I, I was always I was always like,
1: hey, you guys do comedy because it was the pilot of comedy or whatever. Wasn't that an Ornstein gig? Isn't that how they got there? It, it was, yeah, it yeah. was uh, Michael Ornstein. I've <laughs> heard that's the place where like.
2: I heard uh, a rumor that it's went through like so many bookers and so many managers that like at one point in time, it was either the owner or the manager spit on one of the comics. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I know yeah. the guy. Yeah. Uh, I think it was uh it was Joey. Joe, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Joey Vincent got spat upon. Joey Vincent did not spit. Joey Vincent of Filter Free America podcast. You can check that one out, too. Cross-cross podcast. Yeah. And uh, and so so, (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because nobody likes to be spit on. But when was the last time you heard of someone getting... That was like some shit in middle school. Like, dude, he spit on him. And a
1: man of Joey Vincent's carriage... Yeah. You know, like if you were in to if you told me to go find some white guy to spit on, I don't think I'd zoom in on bald, neck tattooed Joey. who looks like a bouncer at Showbiz Pizza. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go spit on that guy's giant King Kong Bundy face. Are you kidding me? I like how, uh,
2: you find Joey and then you see him and then you just spit on the white guy next to him because you oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I would, I would, I would find Joey and I would ask him, "Who's your least favorite white guy here?" And whoever you point out that's yeah. who I would spit on because if they mess with me, I'd have Joey Vincent there. Uh. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, that's spat like a man who's never been punched in the face. I guarantee <laughs> yes, that guy's exactly. never been punched in the face, and, and he probably spit
2: from a long way away. <laughs> There's no way that was like a face to face. It was spit. a balcony kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
1: laughs> it,
0: it was one of those. Uh, what do you, you? The blow. To, uh, oh, blow yeah. guns. you yeah. yeah. shoot. Gun. put the. <laughs> you just you'd spit on the napkin. Yeah. Nap yeah. nap yeah, ball. And yeah. The yeah. ball and yeah. Roll the spit <laughs> ball. the spit God, that was an annoying
1: thing. You should do that
2: all the time. I uh I haven't seen anyone get spit on for a very long time. I don't know. When you see somebody get spit on, everybody it fucking stops the room. It's a like a glove Hello. slap. Yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is. Like a, it's a record needle <laughs> skip moment where you're like, damn. I think every time on. I've seen it, it's been like people are talking shit and then somebody spits and the fucking room goes yeah. silent and they're just like, oh <laughs> shit. Now you got to throw a punch. You just got fucking spit
0: on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, like, the cops look at it as like an assault. So if you, if somebody spits on you, technically you're being assaulted. So you could you know, Yeah, because you don't know ass. if that That's guy's true. got AIDS. You know what my response would be? Shannon? I'm, In
2: Shannon's defense, <laughs> <laughs> every guy that spits has got AIDS. Shannon's just convinced everyone has AIDS.
1: Fair enough, but well, they probably do. But uh, you know, it's the new millennium. But uh, somebody, AIDS is, AIDS is a new herpes. If a guy spits <laughs> on my face, what I do, my, I spit my hand and then I reach into my pants because now he's really threatened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's much scarier. <laughs> you don't break eye
2: contact. You just no, spit in your and hand and then just, just start like Tom just... Beringer and waiting for Mr. Goodbar.
1: You know? <laughs> That's where I learned about that. Tom Beringer spits on his hand at Mr. Goodbar, and now everybody spits on their hand in porn and everyone knows. Oh god,
2: it,
0: uh, a comedian was telling me that he got he got assaulted after a show one one night he got punched in the face and his nose started bleeding and the guy that punched him had his blood on his hand and the guy licked
1: his... Whoa! Licked his blood off and
0: the, and the comedian just starts laughing. And he's like,
1: I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Who's the comedian? Can uh, you say... Yeah, Richie Holiday.
0: Richie Holiday oh. is the least threatening person that I, I know. Yeah. I mean, I would... If somebody... I don't know why anybody would punch Richie first of all because he's a super nice guy, but...
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they saw his closer. <laughs> <laughs> The cow says old joke. <laughs> Richie, I do
0: not condone that. I do not condone that. I do not approve of that message.
1: I'm, oh, I'm tearing all kinds of people down. I'm not even That's trying. What good
2: is this podcast if you can't have your guests shit on other guests? <laughs> That's what I feel like this podcast <laughs> is for: is shit on people. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'll get I, to me soon. Don't
0: worry.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I definitely. Right, before, right after he said that, he spit in his hand. <laughs> Let's get to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. What have you been doing for the last uh, five years since we've had you on the show? Boy, that's yeah, Wait, it's Actually, be- have you ever been on this? Were you on the show? Yeah,
1: before? yeah, I did it when it was at the, um uh, in Northeast, it was in the store, in like the back oh, of that. Right, It was right. like a music store. Yeah, yeah, the drum yeah, yeah, shop. Yeah. The drum yeah. shop yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it at least once.
0: Um, yeah, this, this, this uh, show has had more locations than uh, a a, a so uh, uh, meth lab. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going
1: to go. roll Ro, 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 or Bookmobile would have yeah. been a, like, clean, the clean Book. comedy yes. version of that. Uh, Lameberger, <laughs> clean, clean I'm punching up your statement. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> let's workshop your metaphor. <laughs> um, yeah, five years. Um, you know, sadly, not that different. Okay. Uh, still you know, married. Still married. Yeah. Any, any kids yet? Nope. No kids. Not gonna have kids. Good. Um, Good. I'm still doing comedy. Good. Like it's funny if you. If I actually look at my career five years ago to now, I'm like, oh, things are going pretty deep better, and things, yeah. you know, I'm headlining more yeah. and more. The corporate's making enough money to not like totally panic every day. Yeah. But then, like, but like, in a day to day, it feels exactly the same panic grind as like yeah. two and a half years. Ago.
2: Well, thank God you have the panic grind though, because it's when you lose that, that you just like end up being like,
1: fuck. Yeah, but I'm pork. you know, it's like like, you got to have that panic to fucking grind it out. You know, I I had the weird fortune of like getting that TV set when I was like three years in, which was like a weird thing. But then like so like for a while it was like I was on TV before I should have been. And now it's like getting conspicuous that I haven't been back. Yeah. You know, so it feels like certain things like that feel weird. Like friends of mine have gotten like writing jobs. Like. Why I have not icon gotten the writing job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, See, but that, that's one of the things I hated the
0: most about comedy was the, the way it would make me feel about somebody else's success. I think they call it jealousy. Yeah, I've gotten way yes. better about it. I think that, they call though. it jealousy. I think it's yes. <laughs> envy. Yes. I believe envy. Yeah. Would no, I've
1: gotten more. way better about it because I've seen people who got things that were really cool early, like really either squander them or just like realize it wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. Or, uh, I've seen people who were happy because they quit. I've seen people who were happy because they stayed even though they didn't succeed more. All these things. And you kind of go, well, it's not like if I'd have gotten one more Conan, like my life would be some grand adventure. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah,
2: it's not, it's different than, it, than what it used to be. And you see people, I mean, everyone's grinding it out. You see people move back and forth between here and LA multiple times before anything. happens. Yeah. You go to, they, People go to LA and they try to do their thing for a while and then they're like, this is too fucking expensive. I'm just going to go back home and work the road and then they get to the point where they want to move back out there and then they move back here. And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's just kind of how people from the Midwest do it. You just uh, yeah. move back and forth. And
1: yeah. I kind of made the all, the conscious choice at some point. Like, I wouldn't, I'm not, I wouldn't never move to LA or New York, but like, yeah. it would have to be for a reason. Yeah. Like, I'm just a little old, too old to like, I'm going to go out there and grind for five years. Yeah. But also because the other thing is that like, I really like doing, like, A lot of people who get into stand-up, they they either don't really give a shit about Mm stand-up or they kind of like it, but really they want to be on SNL or they want to be in movies. And that's fine. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to be in movies. Yeah. I don't want to be on SNL. Like. I, I like stand up yeah. and I realize like, if I'm going to go to LA and not do stand up for five years in the hopes that I can get on a show that I don't care about that will enable me to then come back to the Midwest and do stand up. So for
2: you it's just ju- it would just be a jumping up of like your venues and where you're I mean yeah. for you to get one of those things is going to mean you're going to maybe do move from the clubs to theaters or or something which i would like, like to do obviously yeah. yeah.
1: obviously but like i'm not going to hinge like i'm not going to like never do the thing that i want to do on the off chance i might get to do a slightly better version of it
2: yeah that seemed it seemed like a weird trade off to me and the thing is too is is that with that mentality it's nice because if those things don't happen for you you're still going to get the things that you want to get. It's just going to take longer to get
1: them. And I'm, I'm fine with a long stretch. Like I said, I don't yeah. have kids. I don't need a ton of money. My wife is super successful in yeah. her business and is on the road all the time. Okay. So I don't have like, I don't know. There's no like a ticking clock. I don't have like a biological clock or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm too old to be any new hot comic. In. You know, like that yeah. train has sailed a long time ago. Doesn't it suck when you come to that conclusion? Yeah, but I was started late, so I kind of knew that. So like, it was a couple of few years ago when I realized like, oh, mm, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But, like, I've also seen some people be miserable from that. Yeah, like I'd rather be—I mean, I'd rather be a Ron White or a Brian Regan um, in terms of like—I mean, obviously it'd be great, but, yeah. but you know, in terms of like that slow burn trajectory, or yeah. you know, I got like having like, your audience like, and just even like Foxworthy got yeah. famous and he was like in his th- mid-thirties or whatever, yeah. like.
0: I just want to make it by the time I'm like 70 and then I have a life insurance policy. A policy that says I have to die by the time I'm 71. So then I just die in between that time I get famous and before my policy expires and people go like, ah, just burned out so fast.
1: <laughs> You've got it all planned out. I do. Well, let's, yeah. let's
2: be honest. Nobody's singing you're going in stand-up at 71 years old. I
1: didn't think you are going to be First alive crotchety at 70. As you are, know, right?
2: <laughs> First crotchety as you are right now, there's no fucking way 68-year-old Shannon's going to be doing anything besides See that? fucking cussing people out it's from the stage and shit.
0: I'm enjoying this shit right now. <laughs> See that? <laughs> yeah, as your eye twitches. <laughs> no, I I would not I would never agree to come back to do a podcast if I didn't want to do it. Yeah, and
2: all. you're Secondly. I will say that this watching you do stand up now is completely different than watching you do stand up before cuz I could fucking tell you hated it before. Well, and it, now you're way looser than you were before and you can obviously tell that you just don't give a fuck, which yeah. I think is a good Essential. part of stand up. Yeah. Essential.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. I, I I lost I lost the fun aspect of doing comedy. It was to me it was like I got to get rebooked here, so I got to do this shit and make sure I get rebooked here because I'm paying all my bills doing, doing stand-up, and then I was so tight, I would never I'd just enjoy myself. And now, I mean, when I did the, the 20 minutes or whatever it was at, at the bunker, I like it was like all new. It was all new stuff, which I would never do before, because if before, if I didn't know it in my head, if I didn't have it perfectly rehearsed, I, I couldn't do it. Which probably made me kind of robotic on stage to a certain degree. Sure. Anyway, so I just approached it differently now. And um, so far, I still like it.
2: Well, and, I mean, to the point, of, especially if you're not really giving a shit, it, and the nice thing about having a job and shit like that is that if it doesn't work, if something doesn't, like, go well that time on stage, it's not like you're, like, before you were worried about every fucking penny that you got to fucking yeah. make rent and shit like that. Now it's like, well, I guess I'll just fucking find another place to go up on stage and we'll get it figured out before it needs to be something. So I, I, to- I totally get it, too. Like, it... it it's nice to uh, to not really give a shit.
1: I think it's the balance is so important because like that's I, I've lost the fun of it multiple times yeah. and like I've like there was one time that I like I kind of did quit. It was like nobody else knew how much I was serious. I was, but I did. Yeah, and it just but like it was such a brief window that like people just thought I was sick for a month or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then a couple of times where I've been like talking to my wife on the phone like that's it this is it this is the last gig i'm doing i'm not booking anymore mm-hmm. okay. i got a job last year for like three days and i was like what am i doing yeah this is um, terrible yeah <laughs> but like um but for the most part like what i figured out was like now i have this like, writing thing on the side mm-hmm. and i make a little money at it and i yeah. like yeah. it and so it's important to not put everything into stand-up and, and you want to say you put your all into it Yeah, if you put your all into something yeah. it'll make you miserable it, most yeah. of the time
0: And every failure you have hurts so much more when, when, yeah when yeah it, it's so fucking painful to to Get that rejection letter or whatever it is that you're trying to get into whatever festival or whatever it is. When
1: it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, great. I've cut off my artistic end. I have no money. I have right. no, like your everything yeah. in your life right. shuts down. Whereas like if, if you have a bad if I have two bad months of stand up, like i well, will go to open mics more and I still make money else and I'm, not, right. yeah. I'm not, not paying my mortgage. Yeah.
2: Eventually, it'll come back around to yeah. where, where you'll like it again. Although as much as I do, I, I do see a benefit to the amount of time that I did take off or quit or whatever you want to call it. Um, sabbatical sabbatical just because it did kind of reset my brain a little bit mm-hmm. but there's one thing that i know is for certain and, and that is that
0: day jobs still suck yes. they still suck yeah well, i mean i'm doing one every day every it day just sucks. is yeah same thing yeah but it, um the, it's, it's it's seriously I, I i know why they made the movie groundhogs day because when you have a day job every fucking day is the same
1: yeah yeah no and i that's i've been um lucky slash uh, kind of very stealthy in my I've never really had a full time day job like a normal yeah. day job. Like I, I work, I work at City Pages. I do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but I can kind of do it in, enough on my own schedule. Yeah. That even some of it stuff that may sound boring to some people, but I like it. I don't do anything that I don't like. And that's what's nice. That and really that, and that's
2: what's nice is that you you because uh, I remember when I was doing stand-up full time, how I would like see people with good day jobs, and I'd be like, God, it'd be nice to have some money. It'd be nice to have you know enough money to not worry about shit all the time. And then now I have a day job and I have a little bit of money and I don't have to worry about shit all the time. And now I look at like people who have the freedom in their day to get up, like we talked about before, to go to Target at noon on a Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And, or
0: to just kind of set their own day up. And
1: daytime it's like. Movies? Yeah. Oh, daytime movies. Yeah.
0: daytime movies. movies yeah. It's like you're trading one for the other because when you do yeah. stand yeah. up, you have the freedom. You have the time to do shit that other people don't do. I, I, I you know. Having time to do stuff, stuff for myself, it's hard to even squeeze. That's why I do all these podcast recordings in one day because it's like it's easier for me to corral people one time. Sure, that have to yeah. try. And to and fit you have my a wife and a kid something. and all, yeah. and all yeah. I mean, all that shit. I do not have a kid.
2: I, I think that I think that we should change the name of this podcast to Quitting Comedy, and then every person we have come on, we try to talk them into quitting
1: comedy. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> I, I, I think it's like. It, you should be forced to reckon with that every couple of years to just remind yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. and Because maybe the answer is like, no, oh, Wait a minute, I don't want to. But yes. like, I think it, like it can be such a like people can be. I think comedians are like afraid to even think about the possibility of quitting because they're so afraid they'll like lose their nerve. Yeah. Or like a lot of times when a comic quits, everybody kind of shuns them. Like they have a disease. It like, is. Quitting yeah, is going to start yeah. catching oh, or I, something. Yeah, I You're would know, do like, the
0: same thing when I was doing comedy. If somebody I saw somebody quit, and, and so many people like announce it on Facebook. I'm done. It's like, which is a
1: bonkers to do.
0: And, uh, and I, that's what I will
2: say. If you are thinking about quitting comedy, yeah. if anyone's thinking about quitting, don't announce it. Don't tell anyone yeah. until you're, you have quit for a while. Let people say, where the fuck have you been? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I told people, and I did like a show that was going to be like my last show that I thought maybe ever. Mm-hmm. And now I catch so much <laughs> shit from everybody that is like, oh, how's that quitting going? It's like, well, I started off just, I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do one gig a month. Just to... Because just, I still kind of like it, you know? And then I liked it more, and then I guess... And now I'm just like... My schedule's as full as I want it to be, and it's like... I think yeah, now, to, now I'm not quitting at all. I
1: now think I'm you have to preface like, it yeah. by
0: saying, I'm not doing it the way I was doing it before. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah. most people don't understand that. No. People yeah. have such a bad understanding of, of comedy, I think, across the board. And yeah. that's
0: kind of why... You know, when I did comedy, I did comedy. Like I... Yeah. You know, I did... I, I was one of those people that, that had no fallback plan, which hindsight, now, it was fucking stupid because had I had money coming in aside from comedy, I think I would probably would have t- wouldn't have taken, would have taken so many shitty gigs. And, and then, then that it, crushes your spirit. Yeah. yeah. And
1: that's what I try to do is like if someone says, hey, you want to drive to Williston for $400? I go, nah, no, man. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I turn down yeah. stuff all the I time. I could
2: use that $400, but I, it also makes me
0: want to fucking blow my brains out, oh, yeah. uh, you know, come grand force. I, I factor everything
1: yeah. in by the drive for the most part. What, yeah. What, yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, and, and, and it's not an easy drive in the aspect that, yeah, it's, you know, you never turn until you get to the Wilson mm-hmm. exit and yeah. then you turn, but it, the fact is, it's a fucking long, boring drive.
2: Oh, and then you step out of the car into the worst city. Yeah. Like, I mean, as January far as there are some nice people in the crowd, sometimes, okay. sometimes have been really good out there. Mm-hmm. But it's always bleak. Mm-hmm. It's always dirty. It's dangerous. And, and it's fucking dangerous. It's obviously dangerous. We're
1: not like, you know, you were in the military, you know. Like, yeah. we're not, yeah. like, and I'm from like, the, I'm from the South and everything. I don't get scared easy or right. whatever. I remember me and Chris Canoeson got out and I was like, the bad things could happen to us here and no one would stop it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it,
2: it's like a gold rush town. Yeah. And that hotel that they put you in is terrifying. The, the, yeah. the one, that, at least the one gig that we used to have out there, the hotel would be fucking terrifying. It'd be like, it's just a bunch of roughnecks out there that, like... In their
1: underwear, walking up and yeah. down the halls, like, yeah. covered in oil and grease. It's like, shit I'm going to
2: get treated like the chick from Wind River back here, and I'm going yeah. to... Yes! good love That's it's, a great movie. That's oh. a great movie.
0: Speaking of bringing up movies, my wife wanted
1: me to ask you, why mm. did you hate Vice? Um, Well, because it was awful, but um, more specifically, well, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was um, a lot of reasons. First off, uh, I think biopics are usually bad if they cover someone's, too much of someone's life because yeah. it, it winds up becoming a highlight reel and you don't really attach to anything. And they covered so much ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the fundamental problem of that movie, and they even say at the beginning, they're like, uh, Dick Cheney is a very hard person to know. Yeah. They clearly don't know any more about him than you or I. Yeah. I mean, they have some biographical details, but like, they show his daughter come out to him and he like he doesn't shun her like you might think. They have no insight as to why he did that. Yeah. And then later on when he's like, no, I'm not going to be against KP. People. it's like that is interesting they don't posit any reason or any notion yeah. there's no character It's just they show you a bunch of facts about dick cheney uh, the, 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 there's no i've seen the news it was the easiest movie to ever walk out on i've ever walked out on because i know how it ends you can't believe you i can't believe you walked out i see i okay so i didn't think about it as
0: deeply as you did because you obviously do movie reviews and stuff like that so you have more uh an analytical mind when it comes mm-hmm. to that stuff i liked it because it made that administration look like a bunch of assholes
1: yeah, but they are, I already know they're a bunch of assholes. Like, yeah. I know, but
0: who, 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 who doesn't want to relive that? And,
2: I, and I, chances are anybody that doesn't think they're an asshole is not going to that movie. Be, yeah. And yeah. the other
1: thing that bugged me about that movie is that he used that gimmicky big short thing that he does. But like the big short was interesting because, right, he's always talking about this really boring financial stuff. Yeah. So we yeah. would use those gimmicks to like, hey, spoonful of sugar for right. the medicine. Right. Right. And then he does it again in Vice. But it's like, oh, you mean the super dramatic story about the guy who led America into the war that started our economic downturn that ended our empire? Yeah. Like... You don't need to gussy that up with your little gimmickry. Like, yeah, yeah. tell me the goddamn story. Yeah, I, I did see a lot of the same
0: uh, big short. Uh,
1: it felt knee-jerk. It felt yeah. like applying a formula for a thing It that didn't did, match It, the, it,
0: it, it did feel formulaic to a certain degree, but I, I love the big short. That's
1: Oh, the big short's are very, very good. Yeah. I really like yeah. the big short, which yeah. is why I was surprised that I hated Vice as much as I yeah, did. Yeah, I, I, was, I was
0: almost going to call you up and say, what the fuck is the matter with you?
1: I think it's an objectively bad movie. Great performances. Bad yeah, bad.
0: yeah. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. I, Even if I have not seen it yet. I, I had a chance to
2: see that or the new Spider-Man movie. The I, I animated Spider-Man. Oh, you
1: chose and, right. Uh,
2: oh yeah. I've seen it twice already. It's real good. It's, it's, good. it's, it's real wrong. good cartoons. Cartoon. You don't watch fucking cartoons. I
1: you so you're know, not a child. You're this not is, a child. This is, this is him
2: at 65 years old on stage. I am yeah, That fucking, is an exception
1: to my rule because you, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, yeah. I feel a little ridiculous watching cartoons as a grown up. I just I don't enjoy them. Yeah. I don't for the mo- I like the show, The Venture Brothers. It makes me laugh about as hard as anything else. And I know there's like no justification why that one over other, yeah. other. It makes me laugh really. Yeah. hard. I love it. And I did like that Spider Man cartoon. And I, I go to the Pixar movies because I think they're interesting. But it's more like I feel like it, it kind of keeps me abreast of like what kids. Yeah. and it kind of keeps me grounded in a certain thing. But like I still feel a little ridiculous watching a cartoon. And you
2: probably normal. have to review a bunch of different kinds of movies. I used you can't to. Just yeah. Get, yeah. So yeah. I'm,
1: I'm without a full time review gig now. Oh, you are. Okay. Um, yeah. I, uh, the paper I work for. Um, I uh, they they did disappeared. They are no more, and so then I was I, I write sometimes for City Pages, and I'm trying to get the Star Tribune film gig, which is open right now. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so listen so to
2: the Star Tribune. Listen to how good Chris these Hewitt's, movie uh, reviews doing, are.
1: Chris Hewitt's uh, he's well. doing fill in right now oh, um, okay. for them. But he was this P- P- Pioneer Press guy. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah, he was the Pioneer Press okay. guy. But he, yeah.
0: See, I I, uh, I haven't had an anxiety attack in a long time, and I almost had one when I was forced to watch Rio Two with my stepdaughter. I seriously, I I get like the flop sweats in my. Yo, hands. That's just a bad movie. That's not like. Yeah, I mean I don't blame my enemy, yeah. I would go to see like, I, would I seriously, see, like, I, I'm like, Pixar, you know, my chest, I can't, I can't fucking do this. Although
2: I will say, now thinking back at that Spider-Man movie, there are probably going to be parts that may give you anxiety because it is colorful and fucking loud. Yeah, and there is a lot of shit going on in a lot of scenes. It's busy, so, here's I very it's, busy. Here's a great soundtrack. And the I was listening to the soundtrack on the way here. It's great. Oh yeah. wow.
0: yep, yeah. so. But, but you see. like you like comic books and stuff anyway, so that's good. yeah, your,
2: your, yeah. I mean, and it was something that I liked when I was younger, and then I kind of got back into it just purely based on boredom. Where I was just one day I found a box of comics and I was like, God, this is these are great. Why did I stop doing this? And then I, and then I went full steam and was spending way too much fucking money and way too much time buying them. So now I kind of pull back a little bit, and I'm I'm kind of I have like five books that I, I'll buy when they come out, but I don't really. That's, do that's, that's I like want
1: Saga and Walking Dead and stuff from the library. Whenever yeah. the new trades come out. There's yep. like four or five things, and then. I'll randomly be like, I'll check some stuff out. Yeah. But it is like, I don't, and the same thing, I go to see the Avengers movie, like I yeah. enjoy those, but like, that's, I only need like a smidge. Yeah. I don't need a ton of that stuff in my life. Like, you no. know, a couple of three movies a year, a few comics, I'm good. It takes up so
2: much of your time too, because yeah. it's not just reading it, it's buying it, researching it, and figuring out what's good and what's bad. I used to like it a lot when I would be on the road, because I would bring like five or six trades with me, and I would yeah. read them over the, in the hotel, over the course of time and. Um, but I just had too much other shit going on. What's a, what's a trade? Uh, so it's like it's like so there's issues, and then so when they I think it's like five issues and one book. like four to seven. So then reasons. that way you're not okay. just fucking burning through like oh, an issue gotcha. takes you so you know so ten minutes. So it's to multiple read. Yeah. multiple yeah. issues. It's
1: usually, it's usually now it's like a collected story or whatever. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And, it, I, and I like I stopped reading issues because it, uh, of that reason. I I just feel like they take up so much space, and yeah. I would rather like be able to have a sit down for a while and read it, or I would wait until they come out with like the The Walking Dead. I bought the compendium, so it's like. Oh, yeah. It's like it, reading you know, a novel. It's novel. reading a novel, yeah. And, and, those, and that way you can catch up on the storyline. They do that because otherwise, let's say you came into Walking Dead and it's, and it's you know, volume 38 of, of the whole thing. So how many issues is that? And yeah. so it makes you, you can catch up all at once. And that way you don't have to fucking buy a, 100 issues or whatever the yeah. fuck it is, you know, you can catch up. Which I, I I don't know how long they've been doing that for, but it seems like it's something that I didn't notice when I was a kid. I just always bought issues. But that's probably... Early I was 2000s so poor, I was so poor. That, they then, did the shift, the marketplace kind okay, of the shifted. Okay. They sort of
1: riding toward that yeah. uh, kind of thing. Because
2: everything I ever had before that was uh, besides the watchman maybe was was all issues well, but,
1: was a big deal that it was yeah. collected like nobody bought they, there was like four books that people bought collected you know, yeah for a long time i used to work in a comic book store so
2: and that was the one that the first one that like made it into target and shit like that, that mm-hmm. where, where it was like people everyday people were like i'm gonna fucking buy this graphic novel and, and then and i think the and, and i'm probably they're probably comic book I, I guarantee there's a ton of comic book fans that know more about the shit than i do but i think the walking dead is Probably one of the best things I've, I've read in in the last few years. This, the comic book is a hundred times better than what the oh yeah. The TV TV shows. I can't believe how bad
0: the TV show went off the rails.
1: It really did. Fuck. Yeah, I was watching it like for fun. Like it was like I don't need a zombie show to be like that good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I just wanted it to be fun. Right, and at a certain point, I you know, I, it kind of a soap opera. And mm-hmm. I just remember. Thinking like, because well, I, I was I was buying them. I buy them for two dollars an episode on I don't have TV, so I buy yeah. them on oh, like yeah. Apple mm-hmm. TV or whatever. Yeah. So it's two bucks, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, I'm like, I literally don't think this is worth two dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, <laughs> and you're tired. And I mean, my forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. it's it, seriously. I, I couldn't, and my wife was was trying to stick with it, and she'd be like, come on. I would try to watch it. Like this is so fucking awful. This, this, this is this has gotten to the point where it is so formulaic and fucking preposterous and too slow. oh my god so and that's slow. to me the
2: difference between the comic book and the and the um mm-hmm. and the show is that the comic book is way lighter i feel like it's like the show everything is film dark everything is like the comic book for some reason has more of like a survivalist feel to it than the show is so much about like relationships and, and i don't know the, the zombies are like an afterthought in the in the comic book it's
0: it's like being yeah. a, on an island in the ocean is the fucking thing that's but holding the, you the TV show yeah, kind of went that way to a certain degree yeah. too because it was more about the people that were still alive killing each other as opposed to the zombies really doing it. I mean the they zombies did, were always cool. kind of a background
1: they kept repeating themselves though it's it, like the, the Negan storyline yeah. is literally the exact same storyline as the governor story it line. is yes. like yeah. Yeah. beat for beat it's right. just yeah. like but what if he killed two people instead of yeah. one yeah They're no, like, yes. I guess. Jesus <laughs> let's do
0: this for two and a half right. years at this point in time just fucking kill me so I don't have to see this yeah
1: no I I am all the way off that. I'm watching The Terror right now on AMC. Ooh, it's hmm. really good. About a uh, Arctic ship exploration that uh, there's there seems to be maybe a monster out in the ice. Really, it's really. I read the book. Huh. The book's great. Show's great. Ciaran Hinds from Rome, the guy who played Caesar. Okay. And Jared Harris from Mad Men, the English guy. Oh sure. Richard okay. The okay. son. Yeah. It's
2: real good. Huh. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm almost all the way done with uh, Boardwalk Empire.
1: Oh, that's a good show.
2: It's a good show. And that's one of those ones where, like, you know, you said your wife kind of forced you to keep going. with. That's one of those ones where there was a time where I was like, not really into it, and then I kind of just forced myself to get a couple more episodes forward, and then it totally came back. It had a dip because and, and and yeah. fucking awesome yeah. it, it, through the, throughout the whole thing, and then it's got. Uh, I mean, the the cast is 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 great the whole way yeah. through. They killed
1: off a couple of characters that the show really probably should have kept around. But yes, like really, like a major character dies, and I was like afterwards, I was like, well, why do I keep watching the show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like, yes. and, and they didn't really justify so. it at first. And I
2: think that some of the creators on that are like fucking watch this. Yeah. Watch this shit. I'm going to, we just started watching, uh, the bodyguard on, on Netflix. I saw the first
1: episode of that. That was a good episode.
2: It's fucking, it's the whole thing is intense. And, uh, and there are a couple of, uh, turns on there where we were both just like, what the fuck? happened like and it's and because Nicole was like uh, well, I want to watch the bodyguard and I was like I don't is that like a remake of the Kevin <laughs> yeah, Costner like, thing and I'm like not. absolutely fucking not <laughs> but it's it's good it, to me it's almost like the the British version of like uh, Jack Ryan okay uh, a, a little bit
0: but uh, yeah it's uh, it's good I just I, yeah. uh, I just finished watching uh, uh, got a cut up on Ray Donovan I can never get into that one really yeah it it's I liked it from the from the get-go and and some people have said that about it but I I, I thought it was really great Uh, I'm trying to get into the Americans... Having a hard time getting into that one either. Yeah, having a hard time with that. I don't
1: one. like a show that's always about one secret I, I, because I just it makes me a starts to make me anxious, yeah. and then yeah. I start to get irritated. And yeah. when I found out that they are still basically like the end of the show is like they might get discovered, I'm like, so you just go like still? six years with they might get discovered, like disinterest. Oh, I,
2: I didn't know anything about the show, but you guys have saved me because that yeah. makes me not want to watch it at like, all. If
1: you told me that two years in they get discovered and then maybe they have to become triple agents for the Russians right. or whatever, right. I don't exactly, know. What. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll watch that yeah. show. I do not want to watch. A show like, I don't know if you watch Mad Men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great show, but the, the, it starts off and it's like, ooh, he's not really Don Draper. He's mm-hmm. a different guy and he yeah. switched identities. And by like the third season of Mad Men, everybody knows about it. It's just not what that's about anymore. Yes. If that show would have carried that, I got to hide the fact that I'm Don Draper Dick you can't do or that. whatever, no. I, would yes. have, I would have been out on that like halfway through season yeah. two.
2: There's got to be a point where somebody says, this is fucking getting old. We have to figure yeah. something else out here.
1: It can't be one secret. You've got to like reinvent yourself a little bit. If you're going to yeah. do an 80 hour <laughs> thing, <laughs> just, even just, if Carrie Russell is in it and she's pretty
0: she, oh. She's very punchable in that move in that show, though. She does she I take mean, a lot of punches in it. No, she does take punch, some punches. Punch. Yeah, she does take some punches, but she's very punchable in and Normally, I like her, but she she definitely gets under my skin in that show. Which she's a Russian agent, so I suppose that's probably part yeah, of the course. Okay. But um, I just started watching Killer Mike's new series on Netflix, uh, Trigger Effect.
1: I have not seen that. I've heard yeah. of that. I like Killer Mike.
0: Yeah, I love Killer Mike. I I don't quite know what to think of it yet. I I uh, it seems a little scripted to me. It's supposed to be a, like a docu series, but... Uh, I don't
1: really watch uh, any reality TV of any kind. It's sort of I could just of watch that
0: yeah. Run the Jewels video. Uh, oh, with, that's with the, one of the greatest
1: the politicians videos fighting. all,
0: all the, uh, it's the it's that's the DJ Shadow with the, yeah, yeah, DJ oh Shadow. That's one, one of my favorite yeah. songs of all time. Yes. That's great. That's God a great God song. I will yeah. fall great off in crib,
1: take a shit, yeah. slap your mama on the booty, kick your dog, fuck your bitch, Fish. fat boy dress up like a Santa, and took pictures with your kids. Holy shit! That's one of the greatest lyrics of all time! <laughs> Love it. It, oh dude what a great what a great video like i think you
2: turned me on in
0: that and i was yeah. just like
2: what yeah. the fuck man how do i not know about this
0: that, that's that's they're to me the apex of hip-hop right now because they yeah. they are so different than everything else that's out there i feel like uh with the beats he comes up with and killer mike is just a fucking crazy lyricist yeah
2: see that's where i, I feel like i am feeling the effects of being 40 years old is like now i don't Go out and look for shit. I just people people be talking about. something like, oh, well, oh, maybe I'll look into that. And I don't like no. I don't know do to music. Look. Yeah, I don't. I just wait for yeah. other people see, to I, like stuff. And I, I just I'm way more immersed
0: into into hip hop now than I've ever ever been in it. It's it's hard at 40 almost sure. 40, 44 because you know I I don't want to go see too many live shows. But it's around too many people, right? yeah. I don't,
1: I don't. I have a theory about that. When you're young, you're like so horny. That like it is you. A you, you want to get laid, mm-hmm, but also yeah. like it feels good. Even and not not, like, not like in a gay way. It feels good to literally just like be pressed up against other young people. Yeah. You know, yeah. dudes and chicks are all something. just jammed in yeah. there, and you're yeah. touching and something good. And now it's I'm like don't. Touch me. Just right. give yeah. me some yeah. space. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, just, is there
2: a table around here? It'd be great if there was a table. <laughs> yeah, I, I always really think about that. that. <laughs> I can't set my... If you could set your drink down and you have your own table, like we go to First Ave, if you get a table, yeah. oh, holy yeah. fuck, I'm, I'm, at,
0: I'm, it, I'm set for the night. Remember when you go to First Ave and you, you walk in, you're like, oh, fuck, this is an all you just show? Fuck. And now oh, you're man. like, Fuck yeah. All ages show. I'll be up in the top. I'll be up in the bottom. <laughs> you don't want
2: going to watch a show
0: on that TV. Exactly. <laughs> on that TV right there.
2: I can hear it better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with that stuff anymore and I don't like, so I, this last year I brought my, my wife went to see Kid Rock at, uh, at Treasure Island and it was like 3,500 people uh, outside or, or maybe it was 15,000 it was whatever that it was is 30, you're, you're right the first time 3500 uh, no whatever it is no it had to have been more than that and they are crammed in like and it is fucking 90 degrees outside and i was just like fucking sitting there drinking a cocktail like ah, there's no fucking way i'm gonna i'll, I'll wait here and have a couple of drinks and i'll gamble for a while and i'll pick you up and bring you home when this is done first thing she said when she got out is like, too many fucking people <laughs> yeah Yep. I can't,
1: I, there's nothing like, I could take away enjoyment of almost anything if I'm crammed in with that many people now. I think yeah. that's just like you get older. Whereas like, you know, it's like I'd rather sit at home and make a nice cocktail, yeah. and sip in my whiskey and listen to the album yeah. of yes. something that I like than go to that. Now, I like I it with
0: sporting like, events too. Like yeah, I, 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 yeah. too, I don't yeah. go to
1: live sporting events anymore either. Yeah, I don't no, like I'd, it.
0: I'd, People, oh, my wife's like, what? Do you want, would you want me to get you Viking tickets? It's like, no. Right. No. She's like, you don't want to see the new stadium? Like, I don't. I really. Like, you I know how much I it. look forward to going to
2: Tappers to exactly. watch. Like, the, there's the little local bar that we go to to watch, or I go to Corner Bar. It's mm. the bar where you know people, and you know that you're gonna yeah. be able to get a good spot. You know that you're mm-hmm. gonna be able to get a pizza, and you're gonna see everything, and you mm-hmm. can concentrate on it, and all that shit. Like, I don't mind going to a Twins game because I feel like there's so many of them, and it's, you can kind of be for a while for the most part, yeah. and, and you, have a couple know, cocktails. Yeah. You go and have a people, but it is looser.
1: It is. You're gone by.
2: If it's a, I mean, depending on what time of year it is, you're probably gone by the seventh inning, yeah. anyways. You're like, yeah. these tickets were 15 bucks a piece. Let's just go back and have another drink and we'll watch the, the last couple innings at the bar next door, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of a fun, like, fun outing or whatever. But, like, Vikings games are so expensive. And that's Nicole. So we're.
1: I and honestly,
0: I don't like football fans. No, the That's vibe what, yes, in the stadium is, is bad. Bad. If you yes. go to corner
1: bar and watch it. It's so fun to yeah. watch with the dudes at corner bar. Yeah. Like I love you know talking to them, the wait staff is fun. I love talking mm-hmm. to the, the gals are bringing the. It's yeah. just a fun place to be. Yeah. But like you go, literally like a hundred yards down the street <laughs> to the stadium is just poison. It's
2: fucking because wow. it's the most intense fans in there. Yeah. And then you know, and a lot of times it's like. Not the season ticket holder, but they gave the season they gave their one set of tickets to a guy who this guy 's got to fucking wake up at seven a m mm-hmm. to start boozing because he 's got to make it a full day, which is fucking stupid because he forgets probably half of the game because he's so drunk he's blacked out. And that's what Nicole is saying. So we're trying to adopt a kid. I think we talked about this. Uh, so we're right in the midst of trying to adopt a kid. She's like oh it'd be fun to like bring the, you know to put a little baby Bjorn on it and we go to like uh, and I said twins game. I said not a fucking chance on a Vi- I said my kid will not go to a Vikings game until he can defend himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or defend you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. By, by that time. Come on pick daddy up off the ground.
1: <laughs> daddy just got his ass handed to him by <laughs> yeah. a drunk Raiders fan. <laughs> yeah.
2: Dude. I'm, Vikings games are like NFL is it's a yeah. whole different piece. It it's It's yeah. you know and I don't know what
1: hockey games like the in the audience is fine yeah. it's fine like, they're into it but it's fun like I I, I like watching hockey live actually. That yeah the
2: one sport I
0: really enjoy watching. I won't live. watch it on TV I'll watch it live oh. yeah um, Shannon hates oh, hockey the blow mind. you don't like vice and you like hockey I'm fucking <laughs> lose my goddamn mind uh,
1: I played hockey that was my sport did you yeah oh yeah in the south, so Shannon,
0: Shannon hates hockey and then moved to St. Paul.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the fucking know. people breathe hockey <laughs> right. here. It's like,
0: <laughs> but it's like I enjoy being kicked in the balls on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shannon, Shannon gonna... tries to ask for the Timberwolves
2: game out of the bar here, and people lose their fucking oh, mind. God. We're
0: fucking put no fucking basketball on. <laughs> like, the Wilds not even playing. Yeah, but the Capitals are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna close this episode because we're running out of time here with my Kid Rock story. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. Did, you've heard is this. This was, you yours was more fun. <laughs> this is not how I got AIDS. This is how I got scared of AIDS, though. <laughs> this is how I got scared of AIDS. Yes, <laughs> right. So, uh, a coworker of mine had tickets to go to a outdoor festival a concert in Chicago. It was it was Zorn. Remember. Uh, Oh yeah, had, uh, what's his name's band? Uh, Billy Corgan's. Uh, Zwan, Smashing... Zwan, right. Zwan. Yeah. Zorn is Z- way better. Yeah, Zorn is, <laughs> way better. yeah. <laughs> Zorn is better. I think Zorn
1: was the uh, evil guy in Space Ghost Coast, to Coast wasn't it? Zor- I'm not Zor-ak sure. Or something Zorak. I just can't think of. Uh, but, uh, Zwan.
2: I-, I was thinking of Z- uh, Zod. Oh Zod, Neil before, Z- before Zod. Before Zod. <laughs> that should have been their first album, mm. Neil before Zwan.
1: <laughs> 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 Courtney the Dammie. <laughs> oh. That's my Billy Corgan. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I, I okay, Before I do my story, you got to do your uh, Chuck Andros. Oh, my
1: God. I love, oh, I love Chuck <laughs> Andros. Yeah. I, I remember this is the. I, don't, I think Michael Thorne. I, I know I've been to... Booker, brother. Chuck Androsky. Yeah, Booker, yeah. Chuck Androsky. He's a really sweet guy. Um, and he's a very funny guy. And he booked... Um, I've been to... Um, what was it? Black Bear. Yeah. I went there with you for sure once. I yes. went with Michael Thorne. I, I got brought there so many times. It's I'm like, doing Whoa. his other
0: room uh, next month.
1: Oh, I, I do, and I do that. I, like, I got to call him. I, I really Black
0: Bear was one of those rooms you never knew into, that you are going to do it until Tuesday.
1: Oh, yeah. He would call you it but, on, but the but show was on Wednesday. And you always know what you're
2: getting when you go to those gigs. It's like, it. it's probably going to be... There's probably going to be 25 people... In a room that seats more than twenty more than twenty five people, but they're going to have a decent time, and Chuck I'm going to drink a bunch of whiskey. A good vibe, and, and I'm going to hang
1: out. and I'm going to gamble. I mean yeah. yeah. No, yeah. but I was like Chuck's rooms, like always. Like he has kind of a fun vibe. He's very supportive. Yes, and like the rooms always kind of have that. Like there's only twelve of us, but damn it, we're rooting for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've never had a really terrible time in any of those rooms. I
2: continually do do those yeah. as, as often as, as he'll give me. Pays yeah.
1: fair and square. Pays what he's going to tell you. It's yep. like it's not a ton of money, but it ain't very far away. Yeah, and it's fun, and you get some beers, and you get a free meal. It's I, I yeah. I was like, I, I always do every Chuck room when he asked me to. Yeah. But I remember the first advice he gave me a black bear because <laughs> a black bear, they were especially really big on, um, really big on, um, no jokes about natives, which is common. Yeah. Running aces talks about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, which I understand. I don't, I don't have any jokes about native Americans. Yeah. Um, but then and and uh, but don't say the big thing is don't say fuck that's a big casino rule for yeah. whatever reason which is weird because then you look at the dirt bags pulling the fucking slot machines and yeah. yeah I'm yeah, pretty and that sure guy's like why hasn't he said fuck yet <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh, I remember Chuck's opening advice to me the first time I went on stage he goes don't say fuck and don't talk about the fucking Indians <laughs> 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 and it, it rang through my head and he, and he said it with a little twinkle and I was yeah. like I like this guy yeah yeah <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> Love Chuck. But anyway. Uh, you're Billy Corgan. T- 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 <laughs> I would but pay
2: the top th- dollar to see Billy Corgan and Chuck Androsky on stage together. The, the t- oh, I'll be
0: rooting for Chuck. The top, <laughs> top band on the, on the, on the bill that I wanted to see was Tenacious D, and I missed them. Oh,
1: yeah. Cause I, I missed them because
0: we got there too late. But she had backstage passes to meet Kid Rock. Mm. And uh, I was like, she's like, you want to meet Kid Rock? I was like, not really. I believe that's the term Faustian
1: bargain. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do I have to do for it? <laughs>
0: so they bring, like, there's like 20 of us, they bring us backstage and they line us up like fucking cattle. Mm. And we're just standing there waiting. And, and then uh, we see Uncle, Uncle Cracker walk by with his manager and he knocks on Kid Rock's door and, and uh,
1: follow me and everything. <laughs> Is that him? Was that Uncle Cracker? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, somebody like it's just like cracks. Song. It's like security guy cracks the door open. and He's like, what do you want? he's like hey it's that uh, this manager's like hey it's, cracker's here to see you got a kid Rock.' and uh, we get any closes the door for a second comes back He's like come back later he fucking sh- put he put, pushed away uh, fuck Uncle uh, cracker so
1: i made you and i can break you exactly, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know what i wanted to see him but i wanted to let him know it's on my terms <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell him to bring me french fries and yeah. jake
0: <laughs> so Chris 15 playing minutes playing. <laughs> goes by 15 minutes goes by nothing we're all standing there like god damn it and i'm like i really don't care I, and then they start coming around and passing out this like a uh, 12 by 12 uh, album cover that oh. for him to sign when he comes out, you know, and uh, this is of his new album. I'm like, I would never own this. There's no uh, album in there. It's just the cover. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's basically a piece of cardboard. The Are of the they sun. selling
1: toilet paper made of the emancipation <laughs> proclamations? Seems untoward. Weird merch choice. So <laughs>
0: his door finally opens and like six strippers come out. Sure, and then he comes out and he starts. He's signing him, you know. And the <laughs> album cover for that album, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you which album it was, but it was him in the back seat of a car and he's drinking a PBR.
1: Sure, on brand. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he comes over early to me. Early morning
1: stone pimp, perhaps. I Could have be. no idea. Yeah, that's a great album title, though. For real, early yeah. morning stone pimp is a really. Don't good be giving album him any credit. Uh, <laughs>
0: so he comes over to me. and He's like, "Hey," and he's like, uh, "How do you want me to sign this?" And I was like, "PBR me ASAP." And he's like, "Is that your initials?" I was like, no, that's the beer you're drinking. He just fucking hands it to me and walks away. I was like, all right. Well, I'm sure glad I fucking waited 25 minutes for that guy. Yeah. You know what? I I heard him on a podcast. He told
2: the same story. (laughs) I know he did, yeah. Yeah. It was probably be- a better than I just He, told he it. said, This fucking guy said, PBR me ASAP. I was I was still had my fucking brain was down in my dick. Yeah. yeah. I just had all six the strippers and, in there. All the blood I just went right yeah. to my dick, so yeah. I didn't have any any. This guy walks fall. off
1: like I'm sort of some sort of fucking <laughs> asshole. Actually, that was his other album, A Rush of Blood to the Dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> n- I'm on <laughs> the because somebody told me that Uncle Cracker came by, but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was really she wanting she to see just him. Looked, he
1: just, I, I, you would have thought he was just some fat guy. But it turns out it was Uncle Cracker supposed <laughs> to take three of those strippers off my hands. I had to take all six of them. How <laughs> pussy is that song? Like, Follow me. Mm-hmm. Like, if that would have been, like, All for One or one of those boy bands, everybody would have made fun of it. But for some reason, Uncle Cracker did it. And people were like, oh, it's a good, it's a banger,
2: man. It was in, like, a ton of different movies and shit like that. Like, yeah. The,
1: all the, like, all the Uncle Cracker and
2: Sugar Ray could not make a movie without it being in, like, a, a Disney movie. That was a weird uh, time yeah. in uh, rap, pop. Yeah. yeah. Scenario. Oh, oh I had a fucking music. couple of Kid Rock albums.
0: I never owned any albums. I think I may have had one. one if the Kid Rock behind the music it was on today, I'd
1: watch it. I'd watch that. I don't have any albums, but I will leave to Deba on or whatever. Yeah, That's, I'll leave that on the series exam if it comes on and be like, "This is bad," but I enjoyed this. I really bonus. think that Limp Bizkit should make a uh, another resurgence. Oh, I can't handle Limp Bizkit. I oh, they, they did. It's, it's called uh, uh, Nickelback. <laughs>
2: How fucking old are you? You just pick the other band that everyone hated, and you're like, oh yeah, Nickelback that's how reference. You
1: can, that's, that's like you can tell how old someone is act is if there's a Nickelback reference in there. That's yeah. like counting the rings. Yeah, you're like Miller like Miller-like commercial Nickelback reference. Like, oh, yeah. this
2: so old. <laughs> this fucking Nickelback in this Paris Hilton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's you're like,
2: right. God damn it. Can't you, can't you at least go 10 years forward and say Kardashian? Yeah, just
1: change the name, yeah, man. Yeah. Just change I know. the band, <laughs> right? Because right? yeah, the shit doesn't change. They're, they're, they're not wrong that their joke still works. Just yeah. change the reference. Well, and, but think.
2: that's the thing is that you that you realize that guys that are still using that just don't know another band that they could put in there. Like It's like, who? who Imagine Dragons? I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Although like,
1: my queen joke came back real hard. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. I, and I ice when that not I thought about happens. it, and then I ran into somebody I God, I can't remember who. was uh, Jeff Tate? And Jeff Tate's like, dude, are you still doing that Freddie Mercury joke? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah. I- I forgot. And like I did can't now night because yeah. uh, people used to like half get it It yeah. upset. Some people anyway, but like <laughs> half the people just didn't get it. And then I did it. It crushed. And I was like, oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, uh, Ronnie Malick, Malik for bringing that back. Six months for of nation. this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wins an Oscar. I got another six months. <laughs> no, two years. Are you yeah. kidding me? The uh, that's uh, I'm just hoping that somebody fucking kills Jared from Subway in prison one of these days oh, so I can gosh. keep uh, a, a reference that I have going.
1: <laughs> I mean, that'd be all right for a lot of reasons.
2: Yeah, I mean, if they're going to kill somebody to keep my joke going, it might as well be a fucking Although, pedophile. It'd
1: be kind of embarrassing if the guy who killed Jeffrey Dahmer was sitting there and like, who'd you kill? Like, Jared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, one guy killed a cannibal who murdered multiple old men. <laughs> Another guy, <laughs> a child pornographer <laughs> who got fat from too many sandwiches. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I took him out, though. <laughs> Did he put up a fight? No. <laughs> no, Not, not yeah. really. He actually begged for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he laid down and stuck his neck out and told me to finish it, please. <laughs>
0: We yeah uh, we're we're out of time now. You guys, you fucking. We killed Jared at the end. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. Uh, you want to plug any dates before we uh before um, you, know? you? got a, you got an album coming out? You got uh you got a. I, I,
1: uh, no, I'm although I think this year I want to record. Okay. Um, I haven't recorded it before, so. I think, oh you haven't? No, no, I never well, did. For some reason, I assumed you had an album. Out, I no, think. no, never have. Um. Well, um, yeah, so I'll be in, uh, if, if you have Canadian listeners, I'll be in Toronto on March 1st and the 2nd at the Kitchener Waterloo Comedy Festival with Bruce McCullough. That'll okay. be fun. And then I'm um, going to be in Chicago, 15th, 16th, and 17th at the Comedy Bar. And then I'll be at uh, Dr. Grin's, uh, first couple of days of January. I'm sorry, first couple of days of February. Okay. Oh, nice. This year with. Uh, so coming up soon know. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a bunch of little road. I just booked that again. Yeah, I haven't done club. it in years. Yeah. You, uh, fly. Did you know there's planes there for two hundred and fifty dollars? I heard that and uh, direct
2: direct to Grand direct
1: Rapids. direct flight hour and ten minutes two hundred and fifty bucks. I mean that's a no brainer. That's a yeah. thirteen hour drive. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the worst drives in comedy, and all those tolls and everything.
2: Yeah, I I, I will definitely uh, fly. Although I'll. I'll, I'll... My wife is going to, her sister lives in Grand Rapids, so it'll be a break-even thing at that point in time. But at least then I'm paying for two tickets to
0: fucking go to Grand Rapids. Then you can check the box yeah. off of the, having to see your family. On well, that side. Yeah, It'll exactly. be expensive that's if you your wife way.
1: drive there because you'll get divorced. It's a terrible drive. You're
0: going to go through Chicago? You're to oh. go through Chicago? You have to go 294.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't miss that shit. I, uh, but yeah, that's a, that, that festival should be fun.
1: Oh, you're doing the festival?
2: No, that festival you're doing. Oh, the
1: one? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, I've never been to Canada. I love
0: Bruce McCall. He's like my favorite kid in the
1: hall. I know. He directed a lot of that stuff. He's oh, he ancient. did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was his favorite? Oh, his uh, favorite character of mine that was... Uh... Oh, God. We had the shit on his face all the time. Oh, no, that wasn't him. Never mind.
1: Anyway, uh,
0: <laughs> finishing strong. Want to
1: plug, plug your website or anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, BrianMillerComedy.com and at real Brian Miller on Twitter. And it's all spelled with a Y. Perfect. Thanks, man. Yeah, great to be back. Yeah, yeah. Was, let's it do it was... again. In five to seven years. <laughs> all right. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a prison sentence. All, all of our.
0: Again in five to seven. All years. of our Nickelback references <laughs> will have coming around again. Uh, only if somebody gets killed. They're still, they're still big in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can check us out on all the shit you find podcasts at, and uh, if you want to uh, know more about us, just ask. All right. Jeez, Christ. Sorry.